Have you ever asked yourself, what's the best way I can contribute to sci-fi and fantasy in the literary world? If you have, the answer is simple. You just have to be Veronica Belmont or Tom Merritt and host the Sword and Laser podcast. If for some reason you can't be Veronica Belmont or Tom Merritt, however, don't despair. All is not lost. You can still head over to patreon.com slash swordandlaser and help fund their hard work. Every cent you give adds more swords and more lasers to their growing arsenal of speculative literary goodness. That's patreon.com slash swordandlaser. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Sword and Laser. I'm Veronica Belmont. And I'm Tom Merritt. <laughs> Sword and Laser is a book club, but it's so much more. Soul. We bring you author interviews, news from the world of science fiction and fantasy, and awesome discussions from fans just like you. I imagined you in a waistcoat while reading that just now. Yeah, with like a monocle. Yeah, mm. absolutely. And like Top a big hat. curly, curly mustache. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You're you're kind of uh, you're a little little tubby pushing out of your waistcoat a little bit too now see and, here tom and you're a mayor <laughs> of a small burger mm. you're a mm, burger burgers <laughs> mayor of burgers that's what i want to be when i grow are up. they cruelty free tom of course they are now that they're burgers <laughs> what are you drinking i'm drinking water is that bad samesies yeah, it's. I have to go drive somewhere right after we do this, so... I have GERD, so... You're going to explain that to the fo- fine folks who didn't hear our DTNS premiere <laughs> post show yesterday? I have gastrointestinal distress, you guys. Mm, you asked. You asked. Actually, they didn't ask. They, I felt... You told them anyway. I feel like they did. I feel Maybe like some they of them asked. asked. Yeah. They wanted to know. They were kind of curious. Oh, my GERD. Oh, oh my GERD. Title of the episode. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm doing okay. I can't I can't drink alcohol. I can't eat tomatoes. I can't eat onions. Basically, what? everything I onions? love the most. I can't. Tomatoes have. is bad, but onions crazy. I know. I had an everything bagel today though, so that was bad. So basically, all I can eat right now is like white food, <laughs> like carby white food. You're like, I can't do this. I can't do this. But I totally had a, a beer uh, with an everything bagel and tomato pesto. But yeah. I shouldn't but, you know, have had it. No big deal. And and yeah. fresh red onions on it. <laughs> and fresh red onions. Um, yeah, I can't. Uh, and I can't have fried food either. So it's like, what do I even just eat a potato? Just like that's my dinner, a potato. Lettuce. You can have lettuce. I can. I can have salad. Yeah. And I've been having apple cider vinegar, which is a homeopathic remedy for acid reflux. That seems counterintuitive somehow. You would think. Isn't that acidic? But yeah, but your body's like, oh, you already have acid in here. We don't need to make any more. Oh. It's like putting it's the oil old on bait your face. And switch. Yeah. Yeah. It's the Trojan vinegar. Yeah, like putting coconut oil on your face, and your face is like, your face is greasy. I don't need to make any more oil for your face you've been rubbing your face in coconuts is that how that works that's how that works hmm. all right uh see so this is fun because people are always like you guys are are are, are sounding kind of drunk like you maybe you're a little too drunk when you when you intro the show like you're having who too said much that? fun she knows who she is <laughs> so it was a, a personal, personal she knows response. who she is um and so i'm like no but no no stone cold sober you guys yeah high on pepsid Pepsin. AC? <laughs> yes. Okay. I don't know if there's any other kind. So, so Tom, quick burns? Yes. Let's do it. 
Uh, Amazon has a press released out saying, we are in the best city. Uh, that's how I read it. Uh, mostly, it's called the 20 most well-read cities across the U.S. And because Amazon is in Seattle, Seattle is number one. Uh, number two is Portland, because that's close to Seattle, followed by Washington, D.C., San Francisco, California, and Austin, Texas. I have lived in three of those top five cities. Pretty good. Yeah. I, I'm sad to say that Los Angeles is not in the top 20. <laughs> So they base this, the ranking is determined by a compilation of sales data from cities with more than 500,000 residents on a per capita basis and includes purchases of all books, magazines, and newspapers in both Kindle and print format from April 2015 to April 2016. On Amazon, which is why Seattle is number one, because their strongest market has to be their home market. Do you think that's where all their employees are. Do you think are. that? Yeah, because that's they've got every Amazon employee buying Amazon stuff. I, I, I don't know. I don't I hmm. I would like to see that data because I feel like not necessarily. I feel like cities like San Francisco or New York, where it's especially convenient to have things delivered, like New York, for example, where, you know, people don't do they not you're go out only, to stores there? I, I feel like that's there, a thing. Wait, New York isn't in here, is it? That's not weird. even at okay, all. So, yeah, it is definitely tech forward cities that are going to be on the top here because they're going to shop on Amazon. They're going to use Kindle. So Seattle, Portland, Washington, D.C. is one of the most connected cities in the United States. It has been because AOL mm-hmm. back in the day located there. San Francisco, Austin. Those are all tech hubs. Las Vegas is, too. I don't know that Tucson is or isn't. Then it's number seven. That's interesting. I'm just saying these are affected by being only people who shop at Amazon. Yes. Interesting data, nonetheless. Do not despair St. Louis, Missouri for not being on this list. We have a, uh, from Sylvana comes, a a posting on the Word Zone. What? Thanks to Mark for that previous press release. Now to Sylvana. Ew. Uh, Sylvana, who is also the name of one of my World of Warcraft characters, probably, um, points out that After Lady Sylvanas. (laughs) Yes. Dark Lady, watch over you. And also to you. I don't know what the appropriate <laughs> response is. <laughs> Beware the living? I don't okay, know. that sounds good. Um, Beware the living. That's good. There's a new Winds of Winter chapter um, that was unveiled at uh, Balticon. And this one is all about damp hair. Aeon, Aeron, damp hair, Greyjoy. Aeron Greyjoy, yeah. Uh, who I... We've <laughs> wait, weirdly, sort of... weirdly. Wait, Tom, wait. This yeah. chapter is called... The Forsaken. <laughs> I am forsaken. I am forsaken. Weird. Ah, uh, fantastic. Uh, yeah, so this was read by George Martin at Balticon. Uh, and there's a uh, Google Doc making it around if you want to read it that way. Uh, Wordzone has links to it as well. But do you, we've gotten a lot of sample champers, champ campers. <laughs> sample chapters from winds of winter do you think maybe this is just george martin's way of serializing it like i'll just i'll just keep putting it sample chapters you know i'm okay with that people will realize oh wait we got the whole book this is the whole book now figure out the order um put it together you got yourself a winds of winter um maybe no I, i think it's more like hey i'm working on this this is a thing that is happening. Yeah. It's in progress. Here is another completed chapter. Chapter's not an easy thing to write. It's all done. See? That's what I feel like he's doing. Yeah. Uh, but we won't say anything more just in case you don't want to be spoiled. Nope. Uh, beyond that. And um, yeah. So there you go. Have at it. 
folks. We'll have the link in the show notes. Dharma Curdy said that Grimdark Magazine has announced a Kickstarter effort beginning June 15th to fund an anthology called Evil is a Matter of Perspective, an anthology of antagonists that will feature contributions from the likes of R. Scott Baker, Adrian Tchaikovsky, Deborah Wolf, Michael R. Fletcher, and others. I'm seeing a, sti- a distinct lack of uh, Abercrombies in that list. Yeah, no, there's no no Joe Abercrombie on here. I don't... Does he need to... I mean... Listen, hmm. he's the guy, yeah. okay? He's the guy. He needs to be on this list. Bradley Bullier is on it. Yes, there's a lot of good authors. Um, Stretch goal authors, but he's not one of those either. Yeah. All right, well, that's cool. I'm excited about that. I like that Maybe he's idea. like, I kind of need to get away from the grimdark. Maybe it got even too grim for him. Maybe, perhaps. But Deborah A. Wolf's on there. Karen Warren's on there. Brian Stavely's on there. It's a good. It's a good lineup. I like anthologies, so that's awesome. I like that evil is a matter of perspective. Uh, Sylvana has another post. Lady I am forsaken. <laughs> um, she's going to be like, really, guys? Really? Come on. Sorry. I, I gave you tons of quick burns, and you're just knocking on my name. You're saying that I'm an undead mage or whatever. No big deal. Um, she points to a 10 years of Temera contest that's being hosted over on Naomi Novik's website. Um, Penguin, Random House, Delray Books, and Naomi Novik have announced a really cool contest timed to the release of League of Dragons, the final Temera novel. What? There's no more after League of Dragons? That's it? You know, that's a good place to stop. It's been... I guess so. It's been a number of books. Um... So uh, the blog post goes on to say, uh, below are image cards, one for each novel in the series and a final one that features the entire series together. Share your love of Naomi's Temera series by literally sharing one or all of the below image cards with the hashtag 10 years of Temera across your social media platforms. They will look for them. They will search out the hashtag and you could win a signed copy of League of Dragons. So this is going to run from June 6th. That's uh, yesterday. It's already started. Until June 14th, which is next Tuesday, I believe. At 3 p.m. too. So not all day on the 14th. Next Tuesday um, by 9 a.m. Eastern time. Um, So yeah, you probably want to get that done. Uh, Sorry, 3 p.m. Eastern time, I assume. Um, Are you going to do this? I, I don't. I don't. I already won a thing once this this year. I feel like that's it. You're done. Are, You're like I done. can't win too much more. I can't. That would win. be unfair. It would be unfair to contest everywhere because obviously I'm on a roll. Um, I like these cards. They're really really well designed. They're beautiful. Yeah, I think it'd be a nice profile picture too. If you were into well, that kind of that. thing. Um, hmm. But yeah, you guys, you guys love Naomi Novik. I know you do. So why not jump in there? You've got nothing to lose. Just post one of these cards on social, and and you could win a, a signed copy, which is pretty rad. Rob, our fantastic moderator at the Goodreads Forum, uh, is on top of it, pointing out that Patrick Rothfuss's charity World Builder will be doing its summer fundraiser soon called Geeks Doing Good. A bunch of cool nerd swag available, and he previewed some of it on his blog. Patrick did, not Rob. Uh, I got a really great Dresden file shirt, says Rob, from the fundraiser last year, and this year I'm eyeing that Rat Queen's shirt. Nice. I got last year, I believe, the um, the Kevin Hearn signed print of the uh, the. I'm never gonna be able to say it right. Yadrassel, the Tree of Life. Yadrassel. 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 Yeah, Yadrassel. You know. Um. So that was cool. It's hanging right next to me right now in my office. So definitely a very good cause. We love world builders. You guys know we do. Um. So hop in there if you want to support a really great charity. There's another Aeolian hoodie, too. Hoo-hoo. Mm-hmm. 
We have a post from Sandra who says the Chinese government is setting up its own major science fiction award. This comes to us from io9. Uh, yeah, pretty interesting stuff over here. I, I think this is coming off some of the success that we've seen from Chinese author such as uh, Lu Shikshin, um, among many others, uh, sometimes referred to as Shikshin Lu, depending on where you stand on which way on names name go order. in, in yeah. Chinese name order. Um, Whether you flip them. Exactly. So very cool stuff. I think there's a lot of very talented authors coming out of that uh, part of the world right now, which is, I mean, they always have been, but in, in sci-fi and fantasy, we don't all, all, often get to see them or, or hear Andrew from them. Lip, Andrew Liptek on the io9 story here points out that it's only in the last couple of decades that we've seen a Chinese boom because uh, dozens of authors have broken out as, as the, the government has sort of loosened up what they require from novels. They've always allowed sci-fi to be written, but it was it was often meant to educate readers in con- particular concepts. Uh, and and so we've just seen a lot more loosening of the restrictions and opening up of, of the ability to pursue different story ideas. And this new award will be accompanied by an international sci-fi festival as well. So there'll be a con over there. Oh, I would maybe go to that. Yeah. I've been to that China. That would be interesting. You've been to China, I and have. you would go back for sure. If it was in, if it was in Shanghai, probably that was really? my favorite Not city. Beijing, yeah, it's just a very long trip. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, if it was in Shanghai, I would, I would be definitely intrigued. And finally, Robin posted that Gillian Anderson has joined the cast of Neil Gaiman's American Gods. That's the show that's going to air on Stars. Anderson will play Media, the mouthpiece for the new gods, functioning as their public face and sales rep by taking the form of various iconic celebrities. Uh, she lives off the attention and worship that people give to their screens, laptops, TVs, etc. Uh, their iPhones in their hands when they watch their TVs. Ever the perky spokesperson and always in control, she spins stories in whatever direction best suits her. That is an interesting role to take as an actor because you get to play yourself sometimes i'm assuming but a lot of times it'll be somebody else playing the character media because they'll be looking like a celebrity yeah that's cool hey i don't think i knew that ian mcshane was also going to be part of the cast he's playing mr wednesday oh yeah i thought we i know i've mentioned that maybe it was on cord killers i thought we mentioned it here too but Possibly. yeah or maybe we're talking about ian mcshane being in game of thrones well, d- yeah, he was he was in Game of Thrones this past week, and I was like, "Oh, look, it's the American Gods guy." He he, how many episodes is he going to be in? Because he's got to shoot American Gods, and then uh, I have my answer. Uh, yeah, Game of Thrones. I saw mm. the best animated GIF. I can't talk about it because I don't want to enrage the the spoilophobes. Um, but if you want to know about it, I'll put it in the forums, and you, we can all have a good laugh. Is it a spoiler to know that an actor has a gig in another another series? Like this is not the spoiler I'm talking about. No, I know, but I've just I just realized, like, just knowing, like, oh, that's Ian McShane, and I know he's shooting another series was was a bit of a spoiler for me. Okay, be- you know, I'm like, uh, he's not mm. going to be in here for the next three seasons. He can't. Yeah. Well, I mean, other people do multiple shows, don't they? Do people not so. do that? It's unlikely. It's, well, American Gods is a miniseries, too. It's not yeah. a full-on series, so maybe. Maybe he'll last. Great stories this week. Thank you guys all for submitting things to the Quick Burns thread over on Goodreads. Uh, you guys are awesome. You make the show possible. We love you. Uh, oh, so much exciting stuff coming up. Tom, are you dead? No, I, I did pause for a second, though, because I didn't hear anything from you. Oh. Is your screen also frozen? Because you're frozen on my end. You froze. You froze. Your mom froze. My mom's too hot to freeze. <laughs> Tom. 
All right. Well, now that we're both back, it's time for Barrier Sword, which is our feedback from the audience. All right. Uh, We're going to take a thread called Shakespeare and Science Fiction, uh, which is uh, by Joe Informatico back back at the end of April, actually, but it's still going on, still kicking, with people looking into whether William Shakespeare was, in fact, a sci-fi writer. The Encyclopedia of Science Fiction has a comprehensive entry listing several sci-fi works inspired by Shakespeare. Science journalist Dan Falk discusses whether the Bard should be considered the first sci-fi writer. Uh, it all has to do with the 400th anniversary of William Shakespeare's death having just passed in April. That's fantastic. Yes. And we also had, uh, did you want to read that, that little bit that was in there? That was very good. Uh, not right now. No. Why? We talking about GK's thing. Yeah. Thought we were saving that for monthly silliness. Oh, we were. Oh, I maybe wasn't listening to you when you said that. Mm, that would be like, that would be likely. Yeah. Okay. Then we'll read that for monthly silliness and you guys can come back later. My computer is being bananas right now. I don't know what's going on. So hopefully all the recording and everything will be okay. Um, but yeah, something's something's going wonky right now with my with my computer, and I don't know if it's my network, and I don't know. Oh, is it Tweetbot causing drama? Perhaps. I'm gonna close that out and see if that improves things. Anyway, um, should we jump into the book of the month discussion then? Yeah, let's uh, let's talk about Updraft by Fran Wild. How far are you? Did you finish it already again? No, not even close. No, I'm I'm only about. Ugh. It's hard to tell because I'm actually doing the uh, the audiobook for the most part. I have both options available to me. I I am uh, I have the book on Kindle and I'm doing the Whisper Sync on on Audible. Um, so either either could potentially work. Uh, but yeah, it's um it's it's great so far. I'm really enjoying it, and I'm I'm very happy to see that everyone talking in the in the book kickoff thread are are seemingly enjoying it very much as well yeah i'm um i want to say maybe a third of the way through so far and i love this i want to know more about the world and which is a good thing Mm -hmm. like i'm not saying she's not giving me enough of it but as it goes i'm like wait what is the city for real like it's got bones and they grow but they only grow when the singers let them grow but that's weird and they never see the ground and they're not birds, but they act like birds. And what the hell is a sky mouth? And it's got teeth, but it's also like a weather phenomenon. And, and it's yeah. invisible, but it has a, does a migration. And yeah, the whole thing that, that's driving me the most crazy right now is the, the whole, like, what happened to the ground? What happened to the world? Why are they in the sky? What's going on? My, I mean, my guess is that uh, we are just high up. And that's why we don't see the ground. There's just all yes, these clouds yes. so, keeping no, us I in agree. the ground. I agree with you. So I don't think the ground is gone. But I, I'll be honest, I wouldn't be shocked if it turned out that, oh, actually, no, the ground is gone. There is just isn't ground anymore. Well, something you're happened. Actually, you're actually on a big space creature that has its own atmosphere or something. That seems reasonable. <laughs> does it? It kind of does. I mean, it's clearly the world is growing. Oh, well, anyway, we're. Uh, I don't want to. This is a kickoff, so we're not. This is speculation. Too much. We're not. We we're not giving you spoilers. We're just speculating on things. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this is the first in the Bone Universe series, so we're only going to build more and and find out more of this world as time goes on. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited about it. And as I mentioned, a lot of people seem to be excited about it as well. Um, it was a very well-received novel uh, when it came out. And uh, you can get it in most formats. I saw some people complaining that they couldn't yet get it in uh, in mass market paperback. Um, but it is on Kindle and it is on audiobook and you can get the hardcover version. It's in libraries. Um, so you should be able to find a version uh, to your liking somewhere. I love that Fran Wild has an MFA in poetry. Uh, because my friend CJ, who who edits my own books, also has an MFA in poetry. Uh, they make great editors. Uh, but she also has an MA in information architecture and in- interaction design. Fran Wild does. Uh, 2011 graduate of Viable Paradise and attended Taos Toolbox in 2012. So there's there's a definite geeky strain and a poetic strain in her training, in her education here. And I feel like that shows up because... This could be a very flighty story Mm -hmm. in a way, but there is obviously a very grounded. No, uh, uh, no, I I, I mean, this 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 could be much more fantastical and just kind of uh, untethered to anything. And instead, it's like, no, there's there's a very strong reason why all of this stuff is happening and this magic that they believe in. It's it's such an interesting world. Because it's not just your typical, you know, in a valley with a castle, but yet it's got all of the elements of fantasy in there, too. Yes, yes. And uh, the characters are, are pretty relatable and likable so far. Um, mm-hmm. We we talked a little bit about how it's been categorized as a young adult novel uh, occasionally. But, you know, I, I, I understand it's the main character is a young woman, so I understand why maybe it, it got shoehorned that way. But it doesn't feel like a, a dum- like a dumbed down novel in any way. It's written very well and very no, competently, not, and yeah. the story is interesting. and And it's it's a novel. It's a it's a yeah. it's a great fantasy not, novel. Not dumbed down in any way. No, absolutely. Um, and I I, I don't know if there's going to be romance stuff. Maybe there will be. I'd be okay with that too. She says. Well, you do do an entirely other sh- other show about romance. So. She says, thinking about all the smut that we've got picked out for next month of vaginal <laughs> fantasy, which is extensive. <laughs> I feel like I'm reading a young adult novel sometimes, uh, and that is only situational. You know, she is young, so she's still being educated and she has to take tests and she complains about the tests and she complains about her mom and her relationship with her mom. And so some of that I'm like, okay, this is this is very much in the vein of a young adult situation. But you're right. The the writing is not dumbed down because of that. Uh, It is only the situation of the character being young that makes it a young adult novel. Uh, That and I guess, you know, there's not at least so far in my experience insane violence or sex right Uh, so it's pretty safe in that respect that would be a joe abercrombie young adult novel no i'm just kidding i'm just kidding i'm kidding you guys i'm kidding i'm kidding we're kidding we're having jokes here we're just having some jokes it's fine joe and veronica go way back way back way back way (laughs) back the first time we interviewed him yes and i was weird um i was super weird about it Were you? I don't remember that being. Yeah, you don't remember me being super weird. Come on. I remember you being nervous beforehand, but I feel like the interview was fine. Hey, speaking of interviews, uh, we are having Fran Wild on the show uh, at the end of the month. Um, So if you're enjoying the book, or if you're not enjoying the book, or if you have questions about the book, uh, we'll make a thread. You know, takes all kinds. We're not we're not going to be biased here. If 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 you have an issue that you want to discuss with the author, let us know. Um, I'll create a thread over on Goodreads where you can post your questions in advance of that interview. Um, So as you're reading if something pops into your mind just head over there and jot it down and we'll be sure to ask it when we have her on the show later this month 
Yeah, she was really excited on Twitter uh, about ha- having the book pick. I have this literally month. So no idea why. I have no, I have no idea I'd why. Say, I'm, that's why? so cool, though. I'm glad. I'm glad that she's enthusiastic. I'm enthusiastic we, about her coming on the show. That's I'm enthusiastic that's about reading way the better. book. We're all enthusiastic. Oh, so much love. So much love. Uh, that's what I love about yes, this industry. Yes, yes. You guys, I, I got to do some book hauls, man. I've got another three books already piled up. How many you got over there? I don't have any right now because I did one the last time I went to the bu- the mailbox, mm. but I'm going to the mailbox after we do the show here. So okay. I may have another one coming up. Yeah. If you don't know this, we do, uh, Tom and I do book hauls over on uh, youtube.com slash the sword and laser. And uh, so publishers send us books. And so we open them up and, and talk about them. Sometimes they send us multiple versions of the same book. And then we have a laugh. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, there's some good stuff there. And we're going to figure out a way to get some of these books out to you guys because Tom and I can't read all of them. They're just piling up at our houses, our respective houses. And uh, you guys are, are probably would, would enjoy that, I would think. Right? Free yeah, books? We want to share it. I mean, I do try to take them out to conferences and events That's that right. I go to and meetups and stuff sometimes. But but yeah, we'd like to, we we got our brains working. We'll figure something out. I feel like I can't really bring them to the Sword and Laser book club meetups because we have them at a bookstore. Yeah. And that feels weird. I don't know. Yeah. If we did it at a hey, bar, maybe it'd be different. Hey, books at a bookstore. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, make people buy stuff because Borderlands is awesome anyway. They are awesome. Uh, should we read this review we got on iTunes before we get out of here? Oh, I have it for uh, after the addendums uh, when we talk about leaving us a review. But if you would like to read it first, that's fine. I, f- I feel like it should go before. So we, I don't know. I don't know why I feel that. Okay, here, uh, I'll, I'll move it for you. Thanks. <laughs> it's kind of a, just, it's kind of more. We're going to organize our show right now. Wait, my computer, folks. my computer's not working. You just read it. It's fine. Hopefully That's I'm recording weird. right now. Uh, yeah. Well, you sound good to me. Uh, so yeah, we got a uh, a review from the marvelous Tom Hagen of the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland. Not sure which part of that kingdom he's in. Said, I heard about the show from Geek and Sundry and decided to listen to some of its podcasts as I really enjoy sci-fi and fantasy. After hearing the excellent conversation and discussion between Veronica and Tom, I decided to get a Goodreads account, which got me reading again after a long period of spending most of my spare time reading articles on the internet. Thanks, guys. Thank you. That's awesome. That's all. Oh, I, oh, oh, I love hearing about people reading more because of us or like know, getting back into reading because of us. It, it just makes my life. You guys are the best. Yeah, absolutely. That That is the one thing. We started doing this show because we just wanted to, but it is the one effect that I've heard people say about the show that I'm most proud of is that, hey, I, I'm reading more. I've got more ideas of things to read and I got back into reading. I love hearing that. Yeah. So if you're getting back into reading or if you're enjoying the show or anything about it, let us know. Leave us a review on iTunes. It helps other users find the show and it makes us just kind of like giddy with excitement um, and kind of that warm, fuzzy feeling in, in our bellies. Yeah. That's not at all caused by drinking bourbon, we swear. Not this time. No. And if you want to support our show, we are currently entirely funded by our patrons. Thank you to all the folks who back the show. And if you would like to support it, you can head over to patreon.com slash sword and laser. You can also support the show by buying books through our links. Find links to the books we talk about and some of our favorites at swordandlaser.com slash picks. Get in touch with us. Feedback at swordandlaser.com. The website is swordandlaser.com. All of our discussions happen over on goodreads.com slash swordandlaser. And you can call and leave us a voicemail at 415-7-SWORD-6. Do that sometime. It's fun. I like getting voicemails. Yeah, I love that. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.
This podcast is part of the Frog Pants Studios Network. For more information about this and other shows, visit frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there.